What's up, Bulldogs? Uh, coming at you with episode two of Remote Learning Musings. Um, this week on tap, we've got uh, two articles. Um, one that was shared with me by Joni um, just this morning, actually, um, and tied in perfectly to my, my musings this week. Um, and uh, that one's titled, uh, Skipping Standardized Tests in 2020 May Offer a Chance to Find Better Alternatives. Um, and kind of really talks about like the inception of true high stakes testing with no child left behind and, um, and kind of whether, whether it fulfilled its intended purposes. Um, and then the second article, um, is from Ed week and it's called what do teachers really want from professional development. And it really got me thinking about, um, kind of professional development in general and how, um, you know, both as a teacher and an administrator, um, how oftentimes PD, um, is, is like almost insulting, right? Like you, you had no say in the professional development that you were engaging in. Um, and oftentimes it kind of undermines, um, our, our credibility as professionals when, when assumptions are made around what is going to make us better at our craft. Um, when in actuality, we as, as professional educators, as teachers, are the ones who have a much clearer understanding of, of what we need um, to support our growth um, as professionals um, and to improve our craft. So I um, thought that was a really interesting read that's going to kind of tie into our conversation today. Um, and then um, a, a TED talk that um, is, I mentioned Malcolm Gladwell last week, and this is a TED talk specific to um, one of his lesser known books called David and Goliath. Um, and great book, um, you know, highly recommend it. I actually just finished listening to it. I, I think I've probably listened to it about three times in the last four years. Um, but um, kind of the way I'm going to kind of start this this musing is that one of the things that uh, Malcolm Gladwell really focuses on in David and Goliath um, is something called um, the inverted U theory. And essentially what, what it says is that um, there, there's, a, there's a certain amount of positive pressure um, that results in improved performance. But the problem is, is that you have to be cautious because if there's too much pressure or not enough pressure, then it does not lead to optimal performance. And it, I was thinking a lot, uh, I was taking a walk yesterday, um, it was so nice out, and I was thinking a lot about how this inverted U theory um, relates so specifically to high stakes testing um, and the pressure that we put kids under to perform on high stakes tests. And of course, the tremendous pressure that's on you guys as teachers um, to ensure that students perform. Um, and then the pressure that's put on administrators and school districts um, to ensure that you, you meet the criteria to, to be a high performing school. Um, and it got me thinking um, kind of very similar to, to the musings last week about rethinking, you know, how and why we do things. Um, and it got me thinking a lot about, is the pressure 
of high stakes testing and, and the pressure that we've kind of created um, as a field over the last 20 years, um, it, is that actually having the inverse effect um, from which it was intended? Um, and what I mean is, you know, we've, we've put so much pressure on kids to perform and so much pressure on teachers to perform that a lot of the, the creativity and craft of what we do um, has, been, has been taken away um, to ensure that, that we, we have, um, you know, quote unquote, appropriate uh, test scores. Um, and it, 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 you know, it, it got me kind of off on this tangent about the, the way we've really tried to focus on the whole child um, and really this belief that if we, if we focus on what's good for kids and we focus on what's good for us, um, that feeling that we have from that, that feeling from being successful and that feeling from, um, that we get from doing our best work and making a difference, is that actually what's going to improve scores? Because we all know that, um, and there's tremendous research out there that talks about the better you feel, the better you perform. Um, and so, you know, this, this inverted you, which, which you can really apply to a whole bunch of stuff. Malcolm Gladwell applies it to everything from Northern Ireland to, um, class size, but it, it really, it really got me thinking about, um, my belief in, in the way that we do business and my belief in you guys as professionals, um, and allowing your professional instinct, um, and your creativity, um, and the way that you've mastered your craft to drive instruction, um, versus canning instruction and delivering it in, in ways that somebody else has told us it should be delivered, um, you know, whether it be curriculum writers or whomever. And so I, I really want us to, to take a step back and, and start thinking about why, why we got in this business and what we enjoy the most about it. Um, and the way that we connect to kids and the way that their success, um, and, and their positive feelings at school drive our culture. Um, and, and, and what I'd love, what I'd love to really start talking about, and, and you guys are, are so great at, at picking PDs that are relevant to you and that makes sense to you and that you feel um, help you improve your instruction and help you grow as, as a professional. Um, and really start talking about how, how do we start building um, that, that professional development in-house? Um, and how do we start you know, f finding those things that you guys really enjoy, um, going out, getting trained up on it, and then coming back and teaching us about it. Um, and you know, we've, we've had some great experiences this year with, with the coaches going out, getting trained up and coming back and, and doing some of that in house. Um, and each time you guys go out and you do a PD that you feel is relevant to you, you come back excited and rejuvenated and, and wanting to share that with us as a staff. Um, and really, 
this is similar to kind of my, my musings last week about, you know, if, if I trusted curriculum writers more than I trust you guys, well, it's kind of the same way of like, I trust you guys more, far more to go out and get trained up in the things that you believe in and come back and teach us about them to, to help us all improve our craft versus bringing somebody in that I'm not confident knows more than we do and can really translate that, that information to us in a way that, that we consider effective. So really thinking about how, how do we revamp um, the way we think about professional development um, and, and how it relates to us and how it trickles back down to how we provide instruction, what we believe is important, and, and what we want our kids to accomplish. Um, they're, they're far more than numbers on a paper. Um, and, and we have, we've done a lot of work to, to really hone in on what is each individual student's strength and what is each individual teacher's strength to, to build a, a community that's incredibly successful. Um, and so, you know, really, really let's, let's start opening up that discussion around professional development, around what we feel is important around our why, um, around our, our belief in, in what will allow us to be successful and allow our students to be successful and what puts us in that optimal range, right? That optimal range where we feel good, we feel confident, we feel motivated to do our best work and how we translate that to our kids to do their best work. Um, so, so that we can we can all improve together, whether um, whether we're talking about our most struggling learner or our most accelerated learner, or any of us in any of our roles in the building. Um, and I think it's so important that we take a step back and figure out what what that optimal what that optimal space is. Um, and I think that the most important message from this week's musings is. What you can't do is, is put so much pressure on yourself um, that, that it, it, it actually becomes a detriment to what you're doing. Um, everybody is doing their absolute best work right now. And we are, we're all on the limit and we're all trying to figure this out and create the best experience for our kids. And what, what I really want to, what I really want to send out to you guys and, and I want to resonate with you guys is it's okay to pump the brakes. Um, it's okay to pump the brakes and, and, and start to figure out what, what is that optimal range where we feel like we're doing our best work. Um, you know, I know there've been times this week, certainly where I've been on the limit and I, I had to pump my own brakes a little bit. Um, so that I could get back into that optimal range where I could perform my best. Um, and you know, this translates so nicely to, um, you know, we, we talked a couple times this week about how some of our kids were actually seeing improvement, um, in remote learning. Um, and, and a lot of that could have to do with the inverted U theory and, and the concept that now that they're able to, um, have a little bit more freedom in how they approach uh, their schoolwork and the timing in which they do it. 
and the access to supports um, that that they're able to tap into, you know, perhaps some of them are finding their optimal range. So, um, you know, just just as kind of a final note, it's it's okay to pump the brakes. We're all we are all overachievers. We we all want the absolute best from ourselves and our kids. Um, but we have to be cautious that that we don't drain ourselves in the process. So um, so that's it for this week. I, I hope you enjoy the two articles and, and the TED Talk by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, you guys are doing an absolutely incredible job. Thank you, as always, for creating a sense of normalcy in abnormal times. And we'll catch up again next week. <laughs>